Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cheesehead and the Viking. Uh, this is episode two. It is our week eight recap and week nine uh, preview. First of all, um, what the fuck was that from the Vikings? <laughs> Let's say, hey, don't you start. <laughs> okay, well, enough, well then, before we start, there's been enough then, down things in my life this weekend. Let's yeah, fair. <laughs> well, then, before we get started, then, let's go through our sponsor talks. Uh, we've got a new sponsor, uh, New Dawn Carpentry. They're based in Tweed Heads. Uh, Jake Watson, a very good bloke and very good and very, very good at what he does. If you need any building, whether it's small things like a, a deck or you need building site workers or whatever, go through New Dawn Carpentry. Based, but They work and service the areas of Tweed Heads all the way up to the Gold Coast. Be sure to give them a call. Um, tell them the Cheesehead and the Vikings sent you. Now, again, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Zimmer? <laughs> Zimmer. Oh, man. Uh, it was a shit show, um, wasn't it? I mean... Yeah, sorry, but it was. The very basics of it, obviously, Vikings, uh, 2016 loss to the Cowboys. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and not just the Cowboys, uh, with a backup QB. Yeah. and A Dallas. Yeah, easily one of the worst performances of the year, I'd, I'd have to say. Definitely the worst performance from Cousins this season. Mm-hmm. It was just um, uh, who has been looking great, but so it was it was just a head scratcher. Um, it, it was a clusterfuck. Yeah, and it, I mean there was there was some good parts. Um, the first drive, some some, some like, mate. The first drive, <laughs> holy shit! The first drive was amazing. I mean, and then it was all downhill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like when you start off, when you start off with a with an absolute. Killer. When you start off scoring on the first drive, you yeah. expect, okay, we're going to win right. here. Exactly. And you start off with an absolute killer throw to Conklin, of all people. You throw into a tight end, down the sideline, great catch, great run. Um, push down the field a couple a couple more, great ones, and then just a, a nice screen in, feeling in, you know, like typical. And it looked like it straight off on that first drive. You're pumping fists as a Vikings fan thinking, this is going to be great. Like, we're in for a show here. They're right. going to they're gonna really turn it up on Sunday and night. The, the Cowboys were going to turn it up as well. Yeah, like, and then and surely the Cowboys at that point started thinking, shit, here we go. What's yeah, going to happen? Yeah. Hopefully they don't just absolutely you know, kill Cooper Rush. But from that point onwards, it was just like this, This probably a bit bit after that, maybe I'll give them conservatively, let's give them to the, the, into the second quarter. It was mm-hmm. like a switch turned and we just went back to the old conservative nature of, of Zimmer and and of ru- of rush rush try a pass on the third, yeah, doing nothing. Yeah, yeah get the third downs, don't convert. Get the third downs, don't yeah, kick the ball. Let's let's punt that away. Let's take yeah. a field goal. What are we doing? Um, why are we I not? Don't know. Why, <laughs> why are we not trusting in an and offense that that is full of stars um, and the quarterback to make to call his own timeouts. Oh yeah. yeah, let's get. I mean, let's go over that one. The timeout yeah. situation was 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 ridiculous. It was farcical, in all honesty. Um, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like the first half one. So I mean, he came out after in the, in the press conference with with Kurt, where he said that oh, I just let I let Zim call the timeouts. So I don't know what he wants to do with them, uh, mate. Why are you not calling your own timeouts in that situation? Yeah. Number number one, you're a ten year veteran. You should know when to call a it's timeout. Like you're a rookie. Or you shouldn't have to wait for the dude on the sideline to call a timeout because you've not left enough time on a clock to make the play. Mm. But from because of that, that that led him there, they made they made a great push down the middle um, yeah. and, and got him to the cells where they were going to have to play hurry up. And you could mm-hmm. see that Kurt saw that straight away because yeah. he was running uh, yeah. and he was the first one to run. I don't think I don't think he waited for the call from um, Kubiak either. 
I think no. he was just moving and he knew it was going to be a hurry up. He runs down and none of the O-line got set. They didn't know what play. That, he's trying to communicate a play with them and they don't know what they're playing. Yep. What, what do you Do we not know yep. any hurry up plays that we can just throw two fingers up and say, this is what we're going to do, go now? Mm. Um, what are you doing? And at the point where it wasn't working and time was ticking down, that's the point where Kurt himself should have just gone, no, time out, like get this set, we can't do it. And if yeah. Zim was going to have a go at him later, he would have had a go at him later about it. I would have just done it. I would have done it. And I would asked, have done what was for the, you know, the betterment of the later. team. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's easy to fake a fuck up. Do and it now. Do it later. now and, and answer the question. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck. Understand. And again, I, I don't, I, I mean, I was going to say I don't like to put shit on the Vikings, but I mean, of course I do. I'm a cheesehead. But yeah. like, you, you hate to see it. You know, you really do. Other things. And I know, I, know, I really, <laughs> if we'd started this pod, at the start of the season or pre-season, and we'd got to this week eight thing, I don't. I think everyone would have been ready for me to have a full-on rant. I, we're two yeah. weeks in now, and I'm going to rant hard about the fight. Do it. Do it. Um, get TD, comfy, everyone. Get a pillow. Get some popcorn. <laughs> the TD in the first half, right? Those two amazing plays that we oh, just talked about. Mate, that shit were, got me rattled. I was like, oh, shit. They're, yeah. they're coming good here, you know? That's right. They didn't use those two plays at all again in the entire game. What? 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 If it do works, that. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what we did instead? Thousand tight end screens. No, nah, too easy. Run tight rush, end rush. screen here. Run <laughs> tight end screen here. Third down. Oh, tight end screen. No, nah, missed pass. Okay, let's just punt it. What? Yeah. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's nah, just going. unbelievable. Going. Rant away. Second, second half uh, timeouts. Let's go on with those. Zimmer <laughs> calling Zimmer calling back-to-back timeouts because he forgot or um, – someone forgot to remind him that he'd already called one. Dude, what are you doing? That's a you've weak a, excuse. You've been a, yeah, it is. You've been a coordinator like, long enough in your life that you should remember that you just called a timeout a minute ago. What are you... I don't know. Do you are, think it's time? That, are we getting um, on in age? Are we, are we senile yet or what? Well, I mean, he's been um, the coach for eight seasons, is it, at the Vikings? Yeah, eight. Eight years. Um, and how eight many times have you made playoffs in those eight years? Yeah, uh, we made playoffs. Well, what do we have? Three, five playoffs, four three times. times. Three times yep. in playoffs. Five playoff games. Only two wins yep. in eight years. What and are you that, doing? That, that's not good enough for a head coach. And again, I don't mean to put shit on the Vikings no. when I don't when I don't have to or don't want to, but I lowkey need to on Zimmer right now because that sort of shit, especially saying I. I forgot that, you know, or old mate forgot to tell me that I'd already called a timeout. No, that's on you as a head coach. I'm sorry. You cannot blame that on anyone else but yourself. If you explicitly, because the quarterback has said, I wait to hear the call from the coach. So therefore, the entire team relies on you as the head coach to call the timeouts. Your fuck up. Eight years, three playoffs, like five games, two wins. You need to fuck off. You need to go to a new club or, or maybe just stop. You know, yeah. at the end of this season, I'm sorry, the Vikings need to fucking readjust a lot of the roster, starting oh, yeah. with the fucking starting with the staff, because as I say, the fish rots from the head down. Yeah, absolutely. I totally, totally. Sorry agree. for that rant. Sorry. It, no, go for it. It's, I mean, it's how it should be. And anybody with a brain in their mind, whether they're a fan of the Vikings or, or not, should be able to see that something is wrong here. Mm-hmm. When you've got a talent roster this deep especially on offense, but de- on defense That's as well. Absolutely. And, and shit can't, and shit like this. And you, this can, and you lose to, to a Dakless uh, Cowboys. Oh, Dakless is the best term ever, by the way. Right. Um, 
It, it just shouldn't. It shouldn't happen. He's yeah. been around long enough that it's that he should have been tested and been able to do what he can do. Absolutely. And show what he can do. He's not doing that. I think yeah. it's time. The only the, and I fear for I fear for the future of this season. The only thing that will keep him in this job, I think, toward by twenty at the start of twenty twenty two, will be if we go on some kind of weird ass run miracle at the end run, of the season. Yep. Yeah, not even a miracle run. If we finish something stupid like like ten and seven, then oh, they'll good luck. Then, the, then the Wolf Brothers will get all starry eyed again and go, "Oh, he can still do it," because we've managed to, to <laughs> jag a couple of random games that we probably should have lost, just like we lost the others. Like, yeah, it, it just doesn't make. I mean, that is going back to that second half. Those two, those two timeouts. That was mm-hmm. third and sixteen, uh, and at that point, the defense was was. Smashing the Cowboys, they and they were on fire. A third and sixteen. Every man and his thousand dogs could see that that was probably going to be a stop and a likely field goal, which would have drawn the game and sent yep. him in an OT. Instead, we get a penalty because he's called this consecutive timeout, lost the timeout, makes it third and eleven. Zeke does an absolute barnstorming fifteen-yard run to set him up for a, for that a was first great, down. That run. And then a touchdown on the first throw, on the first down. What a oh, Jesus! So we've lost the game right there. I mean, we had no hope in the in the last fifty five seconds. I but mean, you get to those last. It, it could have been seconds. worse. It could have been Tom Brady's last play against the Saints, but we'll cover that later on. <laughs> Go <Yeah>. ahead. <laughs> you get to the last fifty five seconds though. Fifty five <laughs> seconds is a long time on the clock in a two minute drill. Especially if you've got timeouts on, on, like in in your yep. weapon of you know, in your yep. which we didn't. But it's still no, but, a long time to go. Yeah. But and I and I think. And I think uh, girl Mike Boone on the on the Purple Daily podcast for this uh, this little name for Kirk Cousins now. Good old check down Charlie. Yeah, oh, he checked great? down on every fucking play yep. because he was he, he got rushed or hurried. Like mate, there's people around you. There's plays you can make. It's all because Cousins can't move out of the pocket, and yep. it's just I just I don't understand it, and it baffles me. It really baffles mm-hmm. me. But mm-hmm. it, surely it, this has to signal the end for. For um for Zimmer and definitely for Kubiak, I can't imagine oh. that kid getting the job with him again or keeping the job. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if it does and uh, where we go from here because there have been some pretty wild names sort of thrown around. Oh, for, especially if anyone's on yeah. the Vikings Facebook pages or forums on Reddit or whatever, people are calling for Zim- Zimmer Kubiaks and even some are calling for Cousins head heads as yeah. well. You know, so and I'm I. I hate to say it, but deservedly so. If you're a disgruntled Vikings fan, I can absolutely understand. Um, the Packers-Cardinals game this week was honestly um, the game of the week, really. Obviously, as a Packers fan, of course it was. But <laughs> in saying that, it, it literally had everything. Like, the Packers shut down the Cardinals for a good 30 minutes of play during that game. Um, you know, and we had the... We literally... Sorry, Cardinals took the lead early on in the game with a touchdown from Chase Edmonds, which it was a great touchdown from Chase Edmonds. I will give that credit, absolutely. But some standouts, though. You know, A.J. Dillon, 16 carries. This is just his rushing yards. 16 carries at 70 yards total, right? Like, sorry, 78 yards total. That's pretty fucking good. And Aaron Jones, though, on the receiving and the fucking rushing yards. 59 yards for for rushes. 51 yards from seven receptions. That's a total of over 100 fucking yards rushing and passing. How fucking, like, well-rounded of a receiver do you fucking want? And unfortunately, we had two injuries happen in that game. Uh, Robert Tonyan, but he got 49 yards from three receptions before he did his ACL on that last reception. Uh, 
Pack, as a Packers fan, and I'm sure as a Chiefs and a Viking, you don't want to see any players get injured regardless, especially in ACL. So we wish him nothing but the best with the speedy recovery. As they say, the comeback's greater than the setback. And the footage will be shown just down below. Uh, let us know what you think. Because I think it was, he jolted a bit, and I was like, shit, I hope it's not an ACL. Next minute, ACL. And then another <laughs> injury, Kylan Hill, our punt returner. Um, oh, it was Fuck a pretty. Me. That's a, it's a pretty brutal hit. Like yeah. a definitely brutal hit. I mean, that was at speed. Those both those boys were at speed. Oh, there was and no, and there was no getting out of it, given yeah. what they were doing. But I mean, Fuck. you got you got you got Newton's law is in full effect at that point. Really, um, you knew something was going to happen, and the instant it did, you could see it. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. I mean, when you have got one guy twitching on the ground, grabbing his knee, and the other yep. guy completely knocked Kicked out. Knocked out. Yep. Yeah. You know, like he was out. He was out cold. Like he was in. He was in. Tomorrowland. He was in La La Land. Absolutely. But, but, Henry Black with a pick six. And then at the very end of the game, though, a person who was a Cardinal up until about three weeks ago, he comes on and what does he do? He fucking clutches the game. Russell Russell Douglas. Or Russell, probably saying it wrong, but Russell Douglas. Who actually, even at that point, without the pick six, he had a stellar game. Didn't he? Um, he Didn't was he? on. Uh, what am I looking at? Nine. He tackles. had nine tackles and an nine intercept tackles. at the end. At that point, yeah. at that point, yeah. he was. He's already ahead of the rest of the, the rest of his D line on tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had already had a stellar game. And he this was, was at his former home home stadium up until yeah. like of about three weeks ago. And yeah, I mean, and, he's got a, he's got a little bit of a, an advantage because he would have obviously been. Um, Doing doing a lot of uh, weekly drills against yeah. the Cardinals. He would have heard so. some play calls that were familiar yeah. to him. Sort of. But like he wasn't even. If you watch the footage, which will pop down here for anyone to watch, he wasn't even looking for the ball. He was just trying to cover his man, and it just the ball fell into his fucking lap. More or yep. less, it was a gifted interception, but not as that was a, that was a, that was a <laughs> gifted. But the Packers had lost that game yep. at the point mate, where Kyler Murray threw had, that I, ball. I, the I Packers had dead. We'd lost it. Yep. And two seconds later, when you you've basically just got a receiver going, what just happened? That wasn't mm-hmm. my play. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, again, we get back to dumb stuff like I'm read about Vikings, but it's no, like no, it's very true. It's very like I literally had accepted <laughs> like that, 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 that. The last two minutes to three minutes of that game, mate, I was butthole clenched because it was that close of a game. But I was also like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, you know, what the fuck are the Packers doing? Um. And literally hoping for a miracle that did come in the form of a Douglas interception. But fuck, if we didn't get that, game over. You know, yep. like it was literally like it was a gift from the football gods. Um, whereas we haven't got a gift from the football gods this week. Um, Aaron Rodgers has tested positive to COVID nineteen, um, and it's fucked because um, he is unvaccinated. It's not the fact he's. It's not. As I if just. He's I don't want to laugh. I don't want to laugh. No, about go for it. I, I, I definitely think like if you're a high-profile athlete and you're a leader of men because he's a captain, obviously, and he's the quarterback, and he's unvaccinated. What does that say about a so-called leader? Like, don't get me wrong. I do obviously have a Rogers jersey up there, but still, if you're doing that and you test positive. And because well, he hasn't been vaccinated, mate, that sets a fucking bad taste in my mouth. However, though, Jordan Love g- is getting his first career start. Very good luck to him, and hopefully, we can do a job on the Chiefs. However, I mm, I don't fucking know how it'll go. What are your thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers uh, debacle? Oh, mate, <laughs> I have to laugh about it because in August he told people that he was he'd been immunised. Yeah, he said he'd been immunised, and then. Obviously, he's not vaccinated. Uh, I mean, that's mm-hmm. came out. That came out. That, that However, got confirmed you can, by. It, it did come out. However, you can still get COVID while being fully vaccinated. 
Absolutely. So but we're just letting people know right now yeah. that we don't want to, we're yeah. not saying, oh, you can't get it if you're vaccinated. You can. We just want to cl- uh, clarify that right now. Did, Sorry, continue, did you, mate. Did you hear how he, how he got it, though? What the it, thing was, was? it was at the Halloween party or something, wasn't it? No, he went to <laughs> he went to see someone doing um, uh, natural remedies and natural things to boost his antibodies. <laughs> Are you... Okay. What... What are we doing? Like what? Like what? It's, uh, t- there's this thing called science, Aaron. Like, um, you, okay, so you know Aaron's face in that yeah. per- in the, the one that's gone famous over this weekend from that hit. Oh, that's my love- that's, that's my face trying to. I think put that's every Packers fan. That's, was thinking of going to the that's, naturopath. <laughs> that's ev- that's every Packers fan right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just yep. don't understand it. Like it is, it's a um. It's a red hot opportunity for Jordan Love, though. That's, uh, uh, absolutely. that's what's got to come out of that. That well, um, I, I should think of it. At one point, uh, Matt Rogers, Matt Rogers, fucking Aaron Rodgers, was once the uh, you know stand-in for Favre. You know. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And now, uh, he's got Rogers got to spend a mandatory ten days away from the team. Yep. Um, so that rules him out for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost next your, week if he's not he's, able to train. Well, that's right. It says uh, said in one report he can rejoin the day before their week ten matchup against Seal. Yeah, but that's not are training they gonna, with the team though. That's know? right. So are they going to want to? Yeah, are they going to want to play him? Now this is, and then when I get to Love, it's a red hot opportunity for Love because he needs to show that he can do the job. He needs to show that he can do a job, because if he doesn't, the Packers have already signed Blake Bortles. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and Bortles know, is itching to take the spot. That's right. Bortles will show that he can do a job. Like he's it was good. literally a toss-up up until we got the final word from the NFL Network saying, you know, Love is getting his first start. I was like, is it going to be Bortles or is it going to be uh, Jordan Love? That's right, exactly. So um, he needs to. And good. I hope the kid does. I really hope oh, the kid does. I, I hope he does well. You know, I, I hope he at least does well enough to keep the spot next week. Um, now on to the Vikings-Cowboys game. We just did a little bit of the recap. Is there anything more you want to add? that before we go to our next uh which is non-packers and non-vikings games of the week uh no mate no i'm pretty i'm i'm good yeah 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 no worries yeah. well then let's I, don't, go I, don't, I don't i don't need that more i don't need to rant anymore nobody yeah, no, in so my ne- world or in my life I... needs to hear me rant more that's and, uh, fair that that's i force it on enough people on my in my life anyway <laughs> and no, i'm that's... sure i'm sure if the if this garbage continues into week nine you're gonna hear me rant more so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, we'll go for our non-Vikings for you and non-Packers for me game of the week. For me, it's two games. I'm, I, I couldn't. I could not separate the two purely because I fucking hate Tom Brady. So, <laughs> the two games of of the week for me that were non-Packers games were Seahawks versus Jaguars. That was the first game because the Seahawks were coming off three straight losses. They desperately needed a win. Um, the Jaguars, if you lose to the Jaguars, you more or less don't even bother staying in the comp, let's be honest. Um, sure. And they, so they were three losses in a row, needed the win, and they fucking did a number on the Jaguars, 31-7. to Honestly, they did what they needed to do, and they executed it to perfection because the Jaguars didn't even score a touchdown until, I think, the fourth quarter. It was fucking good. And the second game is... New Orleans Saints, you know what it is against Tampa, the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because that's, first that's, of all, because first one of all, fuck you, Tom Brady. Um, that's one. Of, yeah, I think that that's one of mine as well. By the way, because so. I mean, don't get me wrong, Tom Brady did have a good game until the end when he passed perfectly a nice yep. clean pick six to PJ Williams, and like the uh, Vi- the Vikings, sorry, the Saints had already got a field goal, and they got a field goal as in to try and you know go the onside kick sort of thing. Um, 
obviously Bucks get the ball and then Brady just fucking boom. Literally, it was almost as if he was on the Saints team. That's how clean this pass was to PJ Williams. <laughs> it like, was absolutely. Oh. But but there was when you uh, when you look at the the replay of that, which I'm sure we're saying the, the you, replay will be played right down here. Yep. yep. You can see there's there's guys on there, and the first one was Leonard Fournette. There's three opportunities, two probably, but three guys that should have mm-hmm. put him out over that sideline. He was yep. running down he the was... sideline. The yep. first up, Leonard Fournette got hands on him, didn't push him over the sideline. Yep. Um, so that would have killed the play as well. And then there's two guys, and we I can't I couldn't see who they were on the replay, um, but there was two mm-hmm. others, two other Bucks players there that should have pushed him out over the sideline at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, it dumbfounds me how they don't, how they what? don't, and uh, if they did, that was that play dead. But you know, but, I mean, still win or, or possibly, but still play dead. You know, yeah. But I think that was one of my big ones. Seeing, uh, yeah. I, I mean, unfortunate. It was, it was heartbreaking for me because, as I said last week, I'm a, I'm a big Jameis fan. Um, seeing him go out hurt, and now mm. so it's a ACL and suspected MCL Ooh, injury. Not so good. The double, it's um, that's a long way back for poor Jameis. Mm. But um, seeing Trevor Simeon come in and basically just execute, uh, he missed a few passes. He didn't do he, he didn't do amazing, but he missed a few passes. But he did what he was supposed to do as a backup and come in yep. and just play straight down down the line. Are we going to see Trev- Are we going to see Trevor Simeon in future weeks? And I'll be still watching Saints games. I don't know oh, why. Saints, I've got Saints are, I don't know why, but Saints are captivating. They really are. Yeah, I love it. I don't know why, but. Um, are we going to see him again? Maybe, maybe not. There's other, um, there's other, there's other options. Out there. yeah. There's other options. God knows why no one's contacted Cam Newton yet. That right. dude's still out there training and he's just in limbo, but no one's even right. talking about him. Right. But um, there was a report that Phil like Rivers, linebackers, said, right? Clay Phil, Phil Rivers is all there all of a sudden going, me, 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 me. Right, so. right. and <laughs> same with linebackers. Clay Matthews is still a free agent listed in the NFL, but hasn't played a game since like 2020. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, and he's a weapon, as you know. So, like, who wouldn't want to pick him up? That's right. So, I mean, it's we'll see. Anyway, we'll see this week because no doubt Absolutely. I'll still watch it. Uh, casualty ward uh, from this week's games. Uh, who's uh, is there any casualty ward listings that you need to mention for the Vikings? Uh, Daniil Hunter is the big one, mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate. Daniil Hunter's gone for the season now with a um, a torn a torn pectoral muscle, Ooh. which I, it's probably one of the sore ones to rip yeah. a pack. Um, yeah. So he's a, he's gone. So he gets added to the uh, to the long injury list, um, yeah, and gone for the season, which is a real shame. Um, shame for him too, because I believe he's on the last year of his contract. So we may not even, depending on what the Vikings want to do, we may not see Daniel Hunter in a um, in a Vikings jersey again. Ooh, that's no good. Well, we definitely wish him the best with his recovery, and as the, as we say, comeback is much better than the setback. Um, for the Packers casualty ward, I already mentioned him anyway. Uh, Kylan Hill done his knee; he won't return this season. Robert Tonyan Jr. again knee, well ACL, so the same thing really. Um, he won't return this season, and obviously late latest news technically is casualty ward if you think about it. Um, the BS of Aaron Rodgers, um, COVID, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's fucked. Um, very unfortunate. As in uh, Robert Tonyan and Colin Hill. Aaron brought that on himself, and I have no sympathy for him. Um, right, so we've done the casualty awards. Now it's time for the New Dawn Carpentry MVP of the week. We've both this week again got separate ones. I wonder if there'll ever be a week where we'll have the same one. Well, I'm sure there will be. 
I'm, I'm absolutely sure there will be at some point. But if you guys want to find out if we ever manage to, you know, it'll be agree. it'll be when it'll be when Packers and Packers and Vikings play, yeah. and I convince you that uh that that we have an MVP instead. <laughs> no, nah, that won't happen. Or it'll yeah. be when Rogers destroys us, and I sit, sit there going, "I'm picking a Packer," and then everyone yeah. from the everyone from the purple community hates me for laughing. So my no, that's pick never, this week. That's never happening, by the way. Ever. Not yet. Not yet. So, no, so never. This, I never. No, the key word is not yet. If the Packers <laughs> no, no. and Vikings play each other ever in a Super Bowl and the Packers win, you know that there's no Viking that's going to get MVP, nah, right? You never you never say never, but never. Well, they've never played in the Super Bowl yet, so that's yeah, true. Um, but, so, Newton Carpentry MVP of the week for me, I give it to Tom Brady for the Saints. <laughs> um, because he just did an absolute job with passing accuracy to PJ Williams to get the touchdown on the dying minutes for the New Orleans Saints. Well done, Tom Brady. Um, and what's who's your pick for this week? For me, it's actually Mike White on the Jets. Okay. Um, what a basic I, name, though. We Mike White, that. greatest, the greatest oh, name in that's football. That's like John Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, I think Mike White for me. Uh, Jet. I think. I think every every Jets fan here in the world, was basically pissed off with the Jets after week seven. It was given up on life and saying, yep. who are you? What the hell is going on? So I don't yep. think they expected much coming out of this. And all of a sudden, uh, Mike White shows up on Sunday and throws for 400 yards um, and a ridiculous completion percentage. Yeah. For 37 of 45, uh, three touchdowns. He's still two interceptions, but Jesus Christ. I think it's him. I think he gave... He gave Jets fans a little, a little bit of a step, a pump mm-hmm. and step. But I, uh, I, I've no doubt Is that Joe a lot Flacco of Jets... going to take his, going to take over. Well, or do you think he's cemented a spot for at least this week coming up. I don't know. That's the the funniest part of the whole situation was the the Jets going out, rushing out uh, with the the injury to Zach Wilson, rushing out and signing Joe Flacco from the uh, the Eagles. And the Eagles said, "Yep, no problem." Uh, off he goes. But what did Joe say? He said, "Oh, sorry." I can't turn up for a couple of extra days. Um, is it a problem? Jet said, no, no, turn up on Saturday. It'll be fine. Uh, which meant Mike White was starting. And now it looks like Mike White is starting yep. again. Because uh, mm-hmm. I can't see how they can't. I'm how sure, would you not? Right? I'm sure at this point like, they sure wanted... there was two interceptions, but yeah. 37 of 45 pass attempts completed. Yep. That's right. I am sure... over 400 yards. <laughs> Like, exactly. Over I mean, 400 yards. I'm sure that um, that the Jets or, as an organisation go, let's see what Mike White can do this week. Um, which means Joe Flacco is on the outer again. Uh, yep. Yeah. And it just, it, yeah, the whole thing compounds down, down the line. It'll make, uh, it'll make the, the, the whole thing at, the, at Philly very interesting as well because mm. now Minshew is um, second, is QB2 behind Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think the Eagles are very happy with Jalen Hurts at the moment or probably think that he, he probably needed a bit more time. Yep. So could we be seeing Gardner Minshew uh, QB1 soon for the Eagles? Possibly. That's going to be an interesting time, I think. So yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, we've got, for me, MVP of the week would be uh, Mike White. No, nah, and absolutely deservedly so. So well done to our New Dawn Carpentry MVPs of the week. Um, now, week nine preview. Obviously, we've got two games in particular that we'll obviously be focusing on. I'll be focusing on the Packers Chiefs, and you'll obviously be um, focusing on the Battle of the Purple, the Ravens against the Vikings. Um, yep. So I'll give a little bit of a preview for mine. Um, 
No A-Rod, as we covered just before. Uh, Jordan Love, first start. And we're going up against a fucking hungry Chiefs because they haven't had the greatest start to this season. And you know when the Chiefs get backed into a corner a little bit of no wins, they're going to come out and thump a fucking team at some point. And unfortunately, I have a feeling it's going to be the Packers. I don't think they're going to flog us, but I think they're going to comfortably win by two, maybe three touchdowns. Um, again, Jordan Love, granted it'll be his first start, and I think he'll throw pretty well, and I think he'll do well. But I just think Chiefs, by two or three touchdown points difference, unfortunately, and I hate to say it because I fucking hate the Chiefs. But, yeah. Uh, what What's your predictions and your preview for the Vikings-Ravens? The Vikings-Ravens going to be it, – it'll be interesting. It'll be tough, though. Um, mm. <coughs> we got, what, the three and four Vikings now? Um, which is an amazing uh, stat line, uh, up against the 5-2 and two Ravens. So it's going to be hard. Um, yeah, prediction-wise, I think, again, it'll be a, a hard game. Um, I, I don't know how that, that offense is really going to play out. The mm-hmm. stat lines don't look so great in favour of the Vikings. Um, I, I think the, the biggest thing will be, <clears throat> and it's a bit of a feeling I've had about the Ravens for a while, uh, I think if a team can get out early, which lots of teams this year have gotten out early against the Ravens, lots of teams have got out early against the Ravens this season, um, but they managed to get themselves back into games, uh, just grind it, grind a team and get themselves right back and then win yeah. a game um, and weirdly score a lot of points in fourth mm-hmm. quarters. Yeah. Um, like they I basically think... win the game in the fourth quarter at the moment. Exactly. Right? So I think that I think the key for the Vikings is try and get out actually early and more mm-hmm. than a one score lead for God's sakes. Um, get out early and then really try and defend properly while still actually attacking. It's the yeah. same script that we should have used against the Cowboys if Dak was playing. It's exactly yeah. the same as last week. It's what we have oh, to do. I, I, I forgot to tell you. Did you hear about? Um, and I again, I hate to put shit on the Vikings. I mean, I don't, but I do. Um, the their training for the week leading up to the Cowboys, they literally were just telling them to uh, train as if Dak was playing, and that's, in my opinion, what let them the fuck down. What are your thoughts on you know finding out they were just told to watch game tapes and all that sort of stuff, mainly of Dak, which oh, I think yeah. was a great mind game from the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, but but they but they knew that there was a really good possibility that Cooper Rush was going to be playing. Yep. Um, regardless, so they should have prepared. They should have prepared for him. Yeah, and they just, they just flat out didn't prepare for him. They reckon. I mean, you listen to Zim. He said we prepared for him. You listen to the players, and they were open and said we didn't watch any footage, especially yep. his D. They said no, we didn't watch any Cooper Rush footage. I, I, think, it was one, I think it was one player I can't remember who literally only watched three videos of Cooper Rush. That's right. So like what? Yeah. So I think the key this week will be. Uh, really getting out early. It's got to be mm-hmm. offense based. Um, yeah, of course. I the D aren't going to, they're going to play their normal game conservative yep. wise. Um, and if they can, I don't know how, I don't know how they lost down a, a, such a rushing line with Lamar Jackson, really. But Latavius Murray, maybe, maybe not has a game. He's so up and yep. down lately. Um, yeah. So you just don't know. Um, so that's what about the scoreline prediction? If the Vikings do pull out the win, how many, no. like what, what scoreline? Don't have to if say we pull like, a... specific points though. If we pull out a if we pull out a win, it'll be a typical three point win. So, <laughs> typical um, this season three point win, yeah. Bless you. That's um, what I'll edit that out. Yeah. If we, if we, I don't know. If we if we pull out a win, it'll be three points. I think. Um, yeah. Okay. If we get if it's worse, if we if we are losing, it's going to be big. Um, it'll be probably a score, maybe more. I think. Like um, a cricket score, more or less. 
not a cricket score, but I think more like a ten point scoreline. I yeah. think they'll punish us if we play. If we we play so disjointed like we did last week, uh, it'll be bad. So, yes. Well, that about wraps up uh, the week nine uh, preview and week eight recap uh, for the Cheesehead and the Vikings. So, thank you very much, guys, for listening, and make sure to stay cheesy. <laughs>